Welcome to our Favorite Things podcast, hosted by your fave Nigerian best friend duo, Tiesa. And your girl, Mofi. Our show is a space for Black folks in the diaspora and at home to feel warm, seen, and informed through conversations about life, community, and a bit of social critique. Come for our faves, stay for the laughs. Hey y'all, thanks for hanging with us today. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, the year is winding down, so Mufi and I are out here recording our last episodes of the year for you. Hopefully yes. you, you enjoy listening. Um, and your Decembers are off to a good start if you're in Lagos. <laughs> Hopefully your December is just a little dirty. It can't be too dirty because covid yeah, like, <laughs> Getty December is in full force in Lagos on today's episode <laughs> of Life in Lagos. Everybody and oh their mama are sick. Yo. yo, yo, people are heading back. Things are about to get super crowded and, yeah, people are going to fall ill. I'm not, I'm not speaking it onto people, but, like, it's just... Even if there was no COVID, it's just, like, it's flu season as well. Like, things are mm-hmm. going to get nasty. Germs everywhere. But, Mofi, how are you? How's your December starting? What's up? Man, December <laughs> is so rocky as fuck. <laughs> because I don't know if y'all be able to tell in my voice, but I'm very, like, nasally sounding and all because your girl is not feeling well. And... Yeah. The typical, like, Lagosian Nigerian will say, like, you know, it's malaria. It's malaria. I just have malaria. <laughs> I was asking somebody the other day, like, do people used to get malaria this much pre-COVID? Like, I know malaria is rampant as maybe a resident malaria expert here. But the the way people, everybody be having malaria these days, I'm like, I did not know we had malaria this much. You know what? I don't, I'm not, Mofi has just introduced me as a malaria expert, but I'm now, <laughs> I'm not even sure I should say that. Besides the fact that I do, I do work in malaria, but I'm not, I'm not sure actually. I'm not sure what the, what the correlation is guys. And I don't want to say nonsense. So I need to go and fact check myself, but I don't know. Maybe more people are just being in spaces where they're testing, like they're being in hospital spaces. And so like maybe before they would not have been certain that they had malaria, but like we just assume everyone has malaria. But now that people are just going in, maybe because of assumptions of having COVID and finding out that they have malaria. That's what I'm going to say. I'll, I'll speculate. <laughs> yeah, I do malaria tests and do COVID tests. That's the truth. Like, don't nobody want <laughs> nobody to do COVID tests because you don't want it to come back positive by any mistake. Also, that shit is expensive. Okay, 50K? Yeah, it's definitely expensive. Today at the, at the, at the clinic, the person there was like, oh, 50K is not that expensive. I was like, you can't even say it with your chest because you didn't even pay your huh. 50K here. Ha, not the person at the clinic saying that. Stop. No, stop. Literally, the audacity. Damn. Yeah. Damn. But <laughs> I'm doing okay. I don't know. December is off to a weird ass start for me. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's just hella emotional. You know, all of these, like, right, like the Omicron variant, you know, people's flights getting cancelled. I think it has just really put a damper, or people cancelling their flights, I should say. I really just put a damper in the mood for me because I was expecting to like really hang with some of my friends um, that I haven't seen in a while, but a lot of them um, 
have decided to cancel their flights. So I'm feeling quite bummed. Um, and as y'all may know or may not know, my birthday is also coming up this month. So I don't even know how to like properly yeah. like prepare for mm-hmm. it. Um, because mm-hmm. like, I do things or do I just stay indoors because like I'm not trying to I'm not trying to catch COVID like you know so that's yeah. kind of that's kind of where i'm at it's kind of like a meh it's not really like jolly season but i mean like in lagos lights are out you know you know it's christmas out there but it's just we, we live in weird times where like you know it's christmas but does it really feel like are we just trying to feel like christmas are we just going to acknowledge that like times are fucking different now yeah yeah and i think yo i think that that is what people are trying not to do you know i feel like as human beings we're always trying to go back to some quote-unquote normal and i feel like that was what lagos it was trying to do this year it's like trying to go back to some yeah. form of normal that kind of doesn't really exist anymore and is it will feel like you know almost contrived like can we actually make this dirty december like dirty december in lagos is that you know it's yeah it's interesting it's interesting to see that i saw someone tweet the other day that like yo this christmas spirit is not like they're just not feeling it in the air and like are they the only ones and i don't know maybe there's something to be said for that man this year has been hard like last year was too and so i don't know maybe people Mm -hmm. just want to sit at home honestly and not pretend like everything is okay (laughs) literally yeah so t tell me how how are you what's going on with you Girl, I'm good. Um, I am not going to Nigeria like uh, a lot of people that I know. Well, a lot of people I know are going back. But I chose not to go back this year. And if y'all have been hanging with the podcast, (laughs) you know that I was in Nigeria a lot last year. And I had literally been traveling from like November of 2020 till now. I've traveled like every month, Mofi. And like, I'm not even saying this. It sounds like great. I'm not even saying it as a bragging thing. I'm saying it as per like, I'm exhausted. (laughs) And so I was like, I can't do another transatlantic trip this year. And so I decided to stay back. Um, My mom is back. My sister is going. So I kind of, I miss, you know, I miss my family, but it's okay. I'm making the most of like Christmas here. And it's also going to be the first time I spend Christmas in California. So I'm excited to see what that that looks like. But I'm good. I'm chilling. I just got back from a lovely trip to Mexico. <laughs> to Mexico with my brother and my cousin. So that was really nice. Honestly, I just went to rest. So all mm. I was doing was being in a bikini, drinking margaritas, and sleeping. I was not about exploring. My brother went jet skiing. I was like, Mm-mm, I'm going to be by the pool. Not for okay. me. Not I for me. That. I was not adventurous at all, but I needed that. I really needed that. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to not working for 10 days. <laughs> well, yes. 10 days from December 23rd. I can't wait. My laptop needs to be somewhere packing dust. Okay. So yeah, that's me, girl. I love that for you. It's always nice to just rest, especially you that you're always doing things on your holidays, as we talked about the last time. So it's nice to hear about you just chilling. Yeah, it's going to be a very, very quiet holiday for me. Like, my uncle texted me the other day. He was like, are you doing anything for December? Are you going anywhere? Are you just going to stay at home? I said, I'm going to very happily stay at home. It's going to be a very quiet December for me. I'm going to read and sleep and read and sleep. (laughs) I love it. Okay, so we're going to transition and talk about our topic for today, which is essentially talking about like making friends, making friends in adulthood. I think it's so apt for me right now. Well, it could be apt for you as well, but I feel it's so apt for me because 
<laughs> because I'm in a new city, you know, like I don't really have like my homies here. Like it feels like yeah. I don't have like friends mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in Lagos. Like I have mm-hmm. people I hang out with um, <laughs> that, try, that try to be my friends. <laughs> But I don't have like my homies here that I can just be like, yeah. hey, I want to hang out. Like, what are you doing? Or like, yeah. I'm coming to your house, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and I think that a lot of people like are really thinking about this and, you know, talking about making friends and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. I'm um, for you, like, have you made friends recently in adulthood? How recent is recently? I don't know. How long have you been an adult? I would say, like, <laughs> how old are we? Like, we're, like, 28. Like 28. God. So, I know, bruh. <laughs> um, so, I would say maybe from, like, 26 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's good because that's, like, around the time where I moved out to the Bay. Um, and same thing, like, I moved... I mean, I've never been around my quote-unquote homies. Like, ever since we graduated from Corona, right? Like, my mm-hmm. homies have been have been all over the place. But I was, like, settled, you know? Like, it made sense. Like, I was in Miami slash, you know, other places in Florida. And, like, I understood that my friends were, like, at least on the same time zone as me for the most part. And it just, like, I, I settled into a routine. And then I moved to California I'm like three hours behind my East Coast friends. I'm nine hours ahead or behind my friends in Nigeria. And I just didn't have friends. Like I just moved to a new city. Everything was new, new job. Like it was like imperative for me to make friends. So the answer to that question is yes, I made friends. Or I will say that the friends kind of like found me because I'm not really like, I'm not really the person that like, some people are really intentional. They'll like go on Bumble BFF. They'll like go to networking <laughs> events. <laughs> Apparently, Bumble BFF is great. Um, and they're not sponsored. Oh, really? Let me stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but, I, I fuck with Bumble in general, but like not Bumble <laughs> BFF. Yeah, BFF is where it's at. So apparently, so. <laughs> Um, so yeah, things like that, but I'm not really that type of person. Like, okay, one of my first friends I met in the Bay, Salam, shout out to Salam. Um, I hey. went to I went to this like VSCO event. If you all know that app, VSCO cam that people use for editing. And I just wanted to, it's just something that interested me. I wasn't going there for people, I was going there to go mm-hmm. and look at the pictures and everything. And I don't know how we started talking to each other. I found out she was also from a cry bomb as well. And she lived in the Bay and it was just, and we just hit it off. Right. And like, even then I didn't really know how to navigate it. I was like, um, is this like, does she want to be my friend or is this more of a, okay, cool. Like we connected. Yeah. Like it's so mm-hmm. weird to navigate that. It's like, okay, do I say let's go out for drinks or something? Like I was so shy and I'm not, um, yeah, I'm just not good at like making the first move in that way. But luckily for me, she did. Yeah, like now she's she's one of my really, really, really good friends. I mean, yeah, it's amazing. So, and that's, that's just like one person, right? And I have all these great stories of like, you know, mutual friends introducing me to somebody and mm. like from there, them introducing me to other people. Like now we have this like little San Francisco, Oakland crew and like we travel together oh. and we like do things together. It's really sweet. So like, yes, I have made friends in adulthood and I didn't think that I would. 
I just thought, okay, mm-hmm. my friends are enough, like the friends I have, but like you forget that you can add to that. And it is hard, I think, because like as an adult, I don't know, you haven't made friends in a while. Well, at least for me, I hadn't made friends in a while. The last time I made yeah. friends was like in Corona and that you're just thrown together in boarding school. Like mm-hmm. you kind of don't have any choice. So it was it was a bit difficult to navigate, but okay, I'll stop rambling. <laughs> No, no, you're not rambling. I think it's so interesting because I was trying to, I was trying to think about like the last time I made a new friend, and mm-hmm. I can't seem to like recall like in my most recent adult years. I think that maybe it was more so like maybe when I was 23, 24 mm-hmm. that I made like my like newer friends, mm-hmm. and a lot of times it has just been like it has been like colleagues at work that now become friends wow that's not really head of your work (laughs) bruh when like in the city i lived in when that was like the only option in some type Mm -hmm. of way like i was either making friends with like co-workers or people that i've like done stuff with but not just like random like at this random event Mm -hmm. um because (laughs) like we just never really used to have a lot of that and I also think about like the approaches because some people like I think I was reading this like Twitter thread the other day where somebody was asking like you know I think somebody was either like traveling solo or trying to live in a couple of cities Uh or different cities every month or something and somebody asked like you know how do you make friends um like when, when you come into a new well, city yeah. and stuff uh-huh, uh-huh. and and you know there's something that there's somehow that people are quite intentional about that so you know you yeah. either go out to like bars and maybe mm-hmm. I was like maybe we could give tips but I don't really have tips because I like tips. <laughs> um but you know they say like you could either go to like bars or you know uh you go out somewhere alone and you say hi to somebody and I remember <laughs> yeah I remember I went out when I first of all got to Lagos I went out to a restaurant and there was this girl sitting by herself and I like she looks very cool everything mm-hmm. and in my head I was like hmm, it would be nice if she comes to say hi to me like but you're not going to go say hi I didn't even think that it could be an option <laughs> for me to like walk up to her and say yeah. hi because like what comes for me I'm just like what comes after hi like I'm just not good at there's some people that are really good like my friend I mean she's really good at just finding out things about people i'm more of the i'll spend time with you and get to know you i don't really know how people are like they go up to you like hey how are you doing after i'm like hi how are you doing are you enjoying whatever we're at right now what are you drinking and i don't know what else to say yeah i just want to like smile and just be like hmm yeah like what you're saying is very interesting like (laughs) (laughs) yo how did me and mofi become friends because a lot of Literally, I feel like I feel like legit that might be how we became friends that we just like smiled at each other for a long time, being like, I think you're cool. Yeah, you're cool. Okay, okay, okay. Until one day we finally talked or something, like yep. <laughs> it's not easy. It's actually not easy at all. And I'm curious, like, is there a difference? Like when you think of like talking about like making friends in adulthood and stuff like that, you know, is there a difference between like being friendly and like going mm-hmm. through that whole process? somebody like becoming your friend a hundred percent i can be friendly all day but actually Mm -hmm. trying like the process of getting to know people and like i don't know doing taking all of these steps for some for a relationship to become a friendship is not something that's like my strong suit i actually still think till today i'm not really sure how to do it or i just go about it in a slower way than most people but if it's to be friendly 
because you can be friendly without really getting to know anything about somebody right like Mm -hmm. you can just be like warm and like welcoming and those are all things that I'm really good at but if it's now getting to conversation and if you (laughs) I'm just like I don't know what to talk about so Mm -hmm. I think think for sure I think there's definitely a difference between like being friendly that it it feels more temporary to me being friendly but then building a friendship seems like something that's more intentional requires a bit more from you um than just like being a good person you know now in retrospect i feel like i made a friend recently in lagos yeah i was gonna ask you like are you sure about that i feel sorry for maybe the one friend that i've made and i disregarded our friendship (laughs) also also, mofi's homies in lagos if you're mofi's homie in lagos i should just say she doesn't have homies because mm-hmm. that doesn't know see yeah, it, and, and and that's and that's a very important like that's a very curious part of this conversation or this conversation mm-hmm. I'm curious to, to have is that like what's the like I have people that if I'm introducing somebody I would say like this is my friend blah mm-hmm. but like it's complicated because like are you what kind of friend uh you yeah. know like what, what what exactly is friend because there are people here that you know we went to secondary school together yes you know, have been like old family friends you know, that exist here that i can be like hey what are you doing friday do you want to go grab a drink for sure mm-hmm. like these people exist i like mm-hmm. no doubt no tea, no tea. <laughs> you know and then i think about friend like that maybe the more intentional mm-hmm. the more like in some ways like consistent in certain things yes. like maybe it doesn't have yes. to be consistent in conversation it could be like i don't know maybe we hang out this like periodically or we i don't know something mm-hmm. like there's just this mm-hmm. like a bit of consistency that you know that this person is your friend i i was gonna i was gonna jump in and say so what do we do for that, right? Because I find myself sometimes needing to give a disclaimer and say, like when I say, oh, this is my friend, I'm like, actually, I went to school with a person. But then who has time for all of that? But it's, it's true though, like how do we differentiate friends from friends? Because I feel like friends is a very like, blanket term mm-hmm. that we use for a lot of things meanwhile if i'm talking about you versus i'm talking about somebody that i went to school with it's not the same level of friend but can are they both friends what does friendship even mean <laughs> ah god this is the whole existential question what does friendship even mean i don't what even know is friendship I don't know. I think that there are those distinctions to you. It's the intentionality, I guess, behind it. And in uh-huh. a city like Lagos, I guess this whole episode might be just very much reference to Lagos, I guess, because I'm here <laughs> now. But people are so used to like maybe some sort of their circles. Yeah, and exactly. it takes a while to like extend to like invite somebody in and yeah, be exactly. like, hey, come, let me hang out with you. Sometimes I get mm-hmm. salty about that because like, I was talking to my mom the other day and she's like, you know, sometimes you're going to have to like do that work and keep and like keep instigating. And I'm just like, I'm new here. Like, can't you see and that? Like, you, I try, you try to yeah. get mm-hmm. into the group. Oh Lord. Yeah. Or maybe not even a friend group, but like if you want to like hang out with people and like meet people and like make friends oh, and stuff like that. Like it might have to come from you. And I find that that happens a lot here, at least mm-hmm. in my experience, where there are people mm-hmm. that there's so there's bare people that I know in the city. And I, anyways, I'm rambling because there's so many thoughts connecting in my yeah. brain and that's how yeah. my brain works. <laughs> but what I wanted to say is mm-hmm. that there's a difference between that, like, you know, if it happens, it kind of happens versus like this person that I just met where it's like, like at some point I was like, I want to hang out with you. So like, what were you saying, bro? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or like really putting it out there that like, I want to be your friend. Like this is yeah. intentional. I want to talk to you. I want to check in on you. I want to yeah. know how you're doing. I want us to spend time together. 
you know and however that has shaped out like i mean it hasn't happened all the time that we're hanging out but there's almost this like connection or this shared understanding that like okay yeah best we want to be friends and it's good when it works out both ways right but how about like because mm-hmm. i'm also worried about when you want to be somebody's friend but they don't it don't pay no what doesn't mean they want to mm-hmm. be your friend yeah when they're not inviting you places they're not mm-hmm. checking on you like okay but i have a theory i, I also have a thing but, but what if that's just how they are like for example with solem mm-hmm. let me use solem as an example it's not that i didn't want to hang out with her it was just that like on my end i felt weird i was like is it am i moving too fast this <laughs> i'm talking about a romantic relationship so oh, I'm people on both ends are like am i doing mm-hmm. much and then nobody does anything and then you don't know if that person could have been your friend anyway sorry i feel like i've taken this to like a yeah, a different place but it's just i, I know like i think that's difficult is like is it easy to know if somebody wants to be your friend or not i feel like honestly i feel like it's harder in adulthood like as kids they're just made clear signs like you just uh, <laughs> Mm-hmm. I think it's so hard, especially because people also have like lives. So sometimes, mm-hmm. like, life is just busy. Sometimes mm-hmm. you're overwhelmed, you're exhausted, you don't feel like talking. There's just so many things exactly. that happen in adulthood. And so it's not that I don't want to be your friend, but like, I just don't have that much time or that much capacity yeah. to give. I feel like I'm like that sometimes because sometimes I'm just like. And, like, there's so many friendships that I have to, like, maintain. To maintain. I swear. It's like, I'm so thankful for the friends I've made in adulthood. I'm so happy. Like, they make my life, you know, that much better. But I, honestly, if you had, if you were talking to past me now and you had said, yo, T, there's going to be these, like, six new relationships in your life and that you, and you, you know, you're going to be friends with them, which means that you're giving a lot of yourself and there's all this responsibility, I would have told you cut it off right here. Yeah, right now because i already have enough relationships that i need to navigate and sometimes mm-hmm. i feel like i'm barely holding on to those to those ones you know but it works out it works out i don't know i guess you just stay open and you're understanding and when there's time you take the time i think that's that's one thing for me right like now when there's time i take out the time i'm like let's do this let's do that because who mm-hmm. knows another two three months may go by that we don't even see each other and there's some friends that you don't talk to right like you brought up something about like having friends that are consistent in some ways they may be is that maybe this is a friend you consistently go to drinks with but you guys don't necessarily like text or call on the phone and i feel like with some of my friends in adulthood it's a bit more like that with some of them where it's like we're consistent in seeing each other and so i try to like make sure that we see each other consistently because when Mm -hmm. we're not seeing each other we may not necessarily be catching up in any other way i I also just think about how (laughs) i think about how like i i know that i'm still going to make more friends like i don't even feel like i've really made most of my friends i don't what do you know how many years like i'm like do you know how many years there is ahead of us i know that's true it depends on all the different circumstances like i i know that i'm going to move to new cities i know that i'm going to have new jobs you know so like i just feel like there's going to be a need for at like for like new people getting added in my life and 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 something that something else that's really interesting to me actually is the fact that you know thinking back to like maybe coming back to lagos and having friends that say i knew from high school and stuff like Mm -hmm. that what is Mm -hmm. different for me right now is that i've changed like i'm fairly different yes i'm a different person kind Mm -hmm. of i have like my interests have kind of changed like who I am all of these Mm -hmm. things and sometimes I find it challenging not challenging but I'm like 
how am I going to engage engage uh-huh. with people or like I feel like I have to reintroduce certain aspects of myself mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. cool when when like with people it's like oh best and that even like deepens the connection yeah but it's also like sometimes I'm just not looking for the same people anymore or like we're yeah. not looking for each other anymore yeah. because time has passed mm-hmm. interest has passed mm-hmm. and I think that's also like that's a real part of of friendship too is that yeah you're going to have your secondary school friends that are still your homies and that will still be your homies at least for mm-hmm. me there's a, a handful or a couple fingers um <laughs> then there's also people that I'm like this is how far we can go or even some folks from high school mm-hmm. where we just become new friends because like yes. oh like we have like these new connections and I feel like that that used to be difficult for me like realizing that I'm no longer like me and the people I considered my friends in in Corona we don't have the same it like there's not really anything that's keeping us friends like we were friends because of shared experiences at the time mm-hmm. and like shared experiences will only take you so far and that will always be there right like you always have that and that will, will always be a point of connection for you but I feel like it's difficult realizing that huh you, you, you can drift apart and it doesn't necessarily mean there's any bad blood there it's just you're just not the same person you don't have the same interest and there's not that shared experience connecting connecting both of you okay so there's losing friends where I, I guess like maybe there's a fallout but then there's also Mm -hmm. losing friends in that in that way and I feel like both are just painful in different ways and I'm curious to know if you've lost friends in recent years either like a huge thing happened or you just kind of like (laughs) (laughs) yeah I've definitely lost a friend recently in the past like year or so um where we we became friends in adulthood essentially Mm -hmm. And, you know, had a very good, like, very vulnerable friendship, like, you know, shared so much of ourselves with one another. And I think that sometimes that that is the joy of joy in some ways of adulthood is that sometimes friendships just become so deep because, like, you just bond over, like, certain things you're going through and stuff like that. Yeah. And I would say, like, this was one of, like, my best friends. And over the, like, like, something just kind of happened where I think that I think it's a mix of, like, misunderstandings, Mm -hmm. lack of love of and like miscommunication Mm -hmm. but also ego like people's egos Mm -hmm. like just ego came into the play so Mm -hmm. it's not even something that we can say oh this is what happened or like you know somebody said something and like the shit blew up and like you know it was almost like as time went on it was just like breaking down breaking down breaking down and one moment like we were like when I came home last year we were texting and just being like you know this is how I can keep in contact like I rather text somebody else says I rather like do do calls or voice notes and we're trying to see like what would work best and it was like one last message was sent and that has been the last time we talked um it's almost going to be a year soon and it's just like sometimes I just sit and I'm just like wow like I can't believe this happened you know and at the same time I'm just kind of like it's happened it's life and sometimes yeah somebody just don't align anymore Mm -hmm. and it's sad but it's just kind of part of the process yeah do you feel really sad over it like do you feel like you you could have said you were like heartbroken over that friendship going away I would say to an extent, I wouldn't say I was heartbroken. You know, I feel this is a major segue, but I haven't really gotten heartbroken a lot because because, 
because I feel like for most of the time I am prepared and it's something that I kind of saw coming. Uh, okay. So I think I'm I'm a bit like disappointed and a bit mm-hmm. like sad or like it, sometimes it's like a disbelief. Like I can't believe this is how this really turned out. Yeah, because I thought a lot of it could have been avoided. But yeah, I wanted to say though that I've had like friends where so that was just kind of sad, but I'm sure people can relate yeah. to friendship. 100% people can relate. Oh, I wonder if people should send us in their friendship breakup stories. Yeah, breakup stories. Some people would say that, oh, you know, um, social media is not, you know, it's not a way to like maintain a friendship. But depending on what type of bucket that that friendship falls into, I think it's very much a way. It also removes mm-hmm. a lot of like, I don't want to sound like I don't want responsibilities when it comes to friendship, but it just, it removes a lot of the burden. Like, you know, y'all say happy birthday, maybe mm-hmm. when they travel, if it's a place you're interested in, y'all connect on that or they go to this city yeah. to eat and y'all connect on that. And there are different points of connection but do they necessarily know that yesterday you got a promotion at work and tomorrow is your mom's birthday no and that's fine yeah no i love social media for like the little like dms or like if you post that outfit like you build like some connections with people on social media yeah i think i've definitely outgrown thinking that all my friendships need to look the same wow that was Mm. exhausting that was an exhausting point in my life where I thought that all my friendships needed to look the same but which was also why I was like I can't have so many friends because if all my friendships need to look the same I'm putting in Mm. so much work into those friendships and the other people are too but I can't do this across 10-12 people it cannot all look the same and that is okay someone is not less of your friend because y'all only connect in this certain way so friendship is on a spectrum Mm-hmm. friendship is on a spectrum it is i really yeah. i very much agree so speaking of spectrums though do you have any like friendship deal breakers or like things that will turn you off being somebody's friend you know what actually maybe yes yes i do i remember meeting hmm, hmm. Huh. Yeah, i'm trying to, i'm trying to figure, figure out how to, how to i'm screaming i'm screaming <laughs> let me let me not let me not answer this question with that specific scenario you never know who's listening man let me just say that if i meet you so one of my deal breakers is by getting vibes that you're like just you're not a kind person like you're mean you're insensitive you're more quick to like tear people down and i feel like those are things you can honestly you can see about people pretty quickly. oh yeah like you can see oh, a lot yeah. of people pretty quickly i will distance myself from you i can't be friends with people that are like you know like you meet them and they're just immediately they're talking about other people they're pulling somebody that down they're like their opinion is what matters the most they don't want to listen to anybody mm-hmm. else in conversations they're very argumentative and i'm not you know i'm not going to use argumentative as a bad thing but like where you're like pushing your opinion as the right one and the only one that should be listened to that's what i mean by that because being argumentative whatever you like to debate that's different but yeah those types of people i like i feel like that's just bad energy i can't have that around me that's like i think that's my biggest deal breaker mm-hmm. How about you? mine is just like judgy folks like i just uh, think i cannot defend with somebody that is like ah you're doing this. Ah, you're doing that. You're doing what? that. Why is it like this? Why is it like that? Why are you wearing that? <laughs> oh, are you? Okay? And that was it. Literally, I cannot stand. I cannot stand relationships like that. 
it's so uncomfortable like i i joke but i think like one of the things that i love about my friends and people that are in my life right now is that people just let you be there's no like judgment there's conversations and i say like i don't actually critique a lot of my friends when they're doing things like i'm not that one person that will always be like you know, don't you think that's a bad idea because most of the time we talk about like we talk about all we talk about it being with like will not willingly but like it comes as part of the conversation and yeah. i affirm when when i affirm when it's a bad idea i affirm when you think it's a good idea i and and it depends on the types of situations obviously. yes of course like, of course we're not friends we give good advice y'all we don't let our friends yeah horrible situations <laughs> yes but like and when it's time for you to like process it i'm like i'm here to process so i just love yeah. like i remember one time i had met there was this guy that i was so interested in and i had a crush on and i wanted to like message him or get his number or do something and these girls mm-hmm. that i was friends with then we're just kind of like, why are you going to do that? You know, don't you know that that would now mean that you'd like him more and you should blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, mm, mm-hmm. this is boring. Like, boring. this is tired. And I just can't yeah. do it. So shit, so shit like that. Just that judgment and thinking that always about mm-hmm. you and from your perspective mm-hmm. and all of these things. I can fucking do that. So, yeah. yeah. 100%. I'm on board. I add all of those things to my list. So me, I just here. I'm just here for like honestly, in friends, what I'm looking for right now in my friends are just people that are like chill, like good vibes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we can like just we can kick it, go out, yeah, yeah. um, have conversations. <laughs> you know, like talk about shit. That's that's what I'm looking for. I'm just looking for mm-hmm. like honestly, right now, it's just somebody that I can like kick it with really and yeah. truly and yeah. all the other things would yeah. join and be added no same here i feel like for me what i'm looking for in a friendship is being able to be myself around you and i know that sometimes that mm. also has to do with me not only the other person but like i think mm. a, a good way for me to gauge when i think somebody's going to be my friend or to be consistently in my life is i just feel like you're getting TSA around you. You know, you're not going to get a different person that like you you don't recognize when I'm in a different scenario when I feel like I'm with my real friends. You're just going to get yeah. me in my in my just like simplest form. You know, you might not know everything about me, but you're just mm-hmm. going to get me. And that's all I want. Just be accepting. But if I meet you and you're like, yeah. oh, this is your hair. Like you're never going to grow it out. So like, is your hair going to be like this forever? Or like, mm-hmm. why, why do you like this style? Get out yes. of here. <laughs> It's so true. And I think that to an extent, like it's it's vulnerability. Like I, I want to be friends. Like I'm looking for like vulnerability in friends and people, like, you know, how can you show up yeah. as yourself or just or how do you let people just show up as themselves as well? Hundred percent. I was curious, but I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast, but what do you think about like sharing friends? Because <laughs> I, I never I never knew that people had like strong opinions about this until I was in a conversation and people had strong opinions about this. Yeah, exactly. I same. I was like, wait, people have strong opinions on this. Mm-hmm. I guess I guess it makes sense. I am 100% okay with sharing friends you know some people are like well I introduced you to my friends so why are you guys not hanging out mm-hmm. without me I'm like please hang out without me because I'm probably tired <laughs> but, like seriously and and actually for me that's something that I not only am I like I don't mind it I like pride like I'm proud of it like if I introduce my friend 
to another one of my friends and they hit it off. I love that so much because one, it means you can hang out without me. Two, it means I pick my friends well because I'm like, okay, you guys can hang out even without me. It makes me so happy. Yeah. It warms my heart so much. Like when we were in Hawaii and I was just seeing my different friends, like talking to each other, like some of them had never met and just like hitting it off. And I literally had nothing. I was not even anywhere near them. Like mm-hmm. you don't need me to be friends or to or to be friendly with each other i love it i love it yeah or like three that means we can just all hang out together like it's also another thing if you can like bring your friend and like you know let's all just hang out so like if my friends have friends i love it because it's like okay we're just all going to kick it exactly it's so expansive you know like you you Mm -hmm. just you meet different people you learn different perspectives you like you know, you might even find that you have shared interests with your friends' friends. Like, I feel like, I'm just using you as an example, Mofi, because I feel like you've introduced me to, like, I, I have the most shared friends with you, I think. I think that's How do I get? Uh, nothing. Uh-huh. Nothing. But, like, it's just so nice to know that, you know, like, and and I'm fine to, like, hang out with them. Like, if I would go to see Mofi in Canada, she'd be like, okay, we're going to see this friend, and then other friends show up and then it's just a good time literally you know like oh why like why is it not just me and you or whatever you know just me and you would kill me i'm just like what do you mean why is it not just me and you because it's not (laughs) open your mind okay but i also know i know that people have strong opinions about this and i do wish we had somebody Mm -hmm. on the podcast opinion i would like to hear their side of the story i've had different narratives you know it's like people mm-hmm. feel like they've had scenarios where they've been edged out of the friendship mm-hmm. so you know they introduce their friend to someone and that friend starts hanging out with them exclusively and so they and then they like kind of lose out on like their friend is like never available to hang out with them but they find out that they're hanging out with this other person that they introduced them to that's <laughs> sad that's how i felt when um testing okay so this is i don't know if anyways i'm sharing but this that's how i felt when she had told me have you seen tessa's birthday dress or something and i was like ah. and literally and why and like why literally just just like why and i was like no i have not and this is why bitches don't like to share friends yeah because why have you seen Tessa's birthday dress and i have it and it's so interesting because Good. in that scenario mofi would have seen my birthday dress because with- i was not traveling with her so she asked me from from mm. seeing the birthday dress guys but true but true so sad <laughs> but yeah no i think that people have reasons like people are people just don't want to feel left out i guess because at the end of mm-hmm. the day these things are relationships and yeah. you know there's space that like they're deep complicated feelings and emotions that like so many things show up even if we think that friendships are so like simple no, i think it's some of the really places not. where like some of the deep deep insecurities and deep ego stuff and all of mm-hmm. these things Mm-hmm. um really show up but i love sharing my friends it's so it's so amazing to me if it's like so my people can just become people and like we're all just each other's people but to kind of wrap up this conversation i'm curious on like how i don't know sometimes i feel like we've talked about this these things on the podcast so if you're just joining us this might be the first time and if you're not sorry but <laughs> how like what are your perspectives around like long distance friendships how do we keep mm-hmm. and maintain mm-hmm. our friendships especially now mm-hmm. i think it's an important question because many people especially like young folks in nigeria like you know their friends are jack by and everybody's leaving day <laughs> after day like tomorrow day after day bro some friend has relocated and i think it could be really sad like I even saw mm-hmm. my sister was leaving and her she and her friends were here and they were crying and it was yeah. so sad. 
that. Um, So, yeah, I just want to talk about that for a bit. Okay, number one, it is so not easy. It is easier for some reason than navigating a long-distance romantic Mm -hmm. partnership. I don't know why. Um, (laughs) I think I've still not been able to answer that question. It is easier, but it's not easy. And if you're not intentional about it, your friendship will just like, it'll break down. It'll break down because um, you're just, you're losing a core part of it, which I think is communication. You've already lost proximity. If you lose communication too, there's really not much to hold on to. It will just be a shadow of what it, it once was. So, mm-hmm. um, um, Dr. Tessa, the doctor of long distance relationships, um, <laughs> some tips. I think, I think what's really helped is, yeah, keeping an intentional line of communication. So, whether you guys are, you know, regular texters, like keep that open. If you guys are more like you get on FaceTime and your friends type of friends that like, you know, you guys are on FaceTime while y'all are cooking or while y'all are like mm-hmm. just doing everyday life things, and that's how you communicate, do that make time for your friends because Mm -hmm. if you don't like you can say life is happening life is happening but life will continue to happen um and so do you want life to happen with or without your friend you got to choose um and plan things to do with your friends right like Mofi and I have probably said this on podcast 100 billion times but we kind of plan we plan trips around each other Mm -hmm. let's go to here together let's experience this together um during during lockdown it was like let's like watch a show together let's watch a movie together and um and things like that right like do the things that you would be doing on your everyday life with your friend like if you guys are going to have a i don't know drinking party or whatever i don't know you know just like mm-hmm. find different points of of contact like you know send them gifts like i don't know they're just yeah. like many different ways to just like continue to show your love and your care your affection and like keep them mm-hmm. in the loop with your everyday life um yeah and I think that it's it's okay to also accept that like it's sometimes it's gonna it's gonna feel like shit like it's gonna feel like like shit your dynamic is going to change as well Mm -hmm. so I Mm -hmm. think that it could it's also like with that vulnerability to be able to say hey I miss you or like 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 to not then expect things to just be be um mm-hmm. you know putting in that effort like i love like I, it sucks right now that all of my friends are like in different spaces um mm-hmm. but sometimes it's just like okay like we need to talk like let's say all this time to have a yeah. conversation to check in yeah. to chat mm-hmm. um if if you use voice notes i love voice mm-hmm. notes like there's mm-hmm. some people that there's some people i send like up to like 10 minute voice notes to those people um, are not me guys yeah, definitely not you. I don't think the Virgos in my life don't really enjoy voice notes. So it's more of the like Pisces, all of us like, you know, feeling a type of people that really appreciate <laughs> the voice notes. So I send yeah. like long voice notes to my friends. And sometimes it could take us like three days to get back. Like, yeah. you know, like or a week. Like there's people that I respond to them in a week because we've like mm-hmm. talked about all of these things and we take time to get back. So the also process, just remember... Yeah to like cultivate different types of relationship yes um but not also think that you know things would just happen if they happen mm-hmm. you know because mm-hmm. if, if it's no. left chance then it's just not going to happen and you no. know people that say i like like low maintenance friendship and i think that yeah that exists it's like look you one of my pet peeves but i think that <laughs> that it exists but I don't think that anything is really low or high maintenance. It's just like different types of relationships. Exactly. I was like, they have their place. Exactly. Like there's no way that 
my relationship with Mofi, for instance, can be quote unquote low maintenance. Like it's just not, it's just not going to happen just because of the type of relationship it is. But there's some relationships that will just not require as much. Let's just keep the word maintenance. But like sometimes it's not even low maintenance because I can even say like our friendship, depending on what is maintenance, like it could be like we have a low maintenance friendship because I know things that are just simple. Like even if we talk all the time, you mm-hmm. know, maybe I'm not thinking too much about it and there could be people Okay, where, that's like, what you mean. Okay, I'm true. Talking, I'm just flipping it on its head. I think I'm just mm-hmm. trying to critique this idea of high and low maintenance. Uh, uh-huh. It's just more uh-huh. so around like your relationship with this person. Yeah, and the truth is that that's just what it is, right? Like friendships are going to look different and like I feel like people and scenarios are constantly changing I think that's another thing like you're constantly I think getting to know your friends because different things are happening and like y'all are constantly being thrown into scenarios that you've never been in before don't like make assumptions and Mm -hmm. like try to be like understanding like you said if you're going to take a week to reply you know it's not because that person doesn't care about you it's not about you it's about how much time they need to get back to you on this message right and they're communicating that you know that they're not the type of person that would ignore you anyway but yeah i think i guess every relationship is unique and you just come to it with that knowledge and deal with each yeah. one i love this conversation okay <laughs> i love it too i love it too i love it so much because i think that it's so important and yeah i think the last word is just that piece of understanding like as people mm-hmm. are going through different transitions that people are changing even themselves mm-hmm. you know there's so much growth that people like i feel like we're still so freaking young that i think there's still so much growth that is going to come ahead mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know people that are older than 28 I'm sure you can attest to this um but even myself as as in being 28 I'm like wow I've grown so much so I can't even imagine yeah. what happens in the future so like even just holding that understanding yeah you know I think those are like great ways to like preserve good relationships um mm-hmm. and friendships included yeah well said. All right, moving on to uh, Kusai episode wrap-up. Here are a few of our favorite things. Mofi, take us away. Per usual. All right, so I have to talk about selling sunsets. <laughs> Tessa, you don't watch selling sunset, do you? I don't, but honestly, I'm going to because it sounds like such a good time. <laughs> you know, it's like these white women in LA or in California... I don't know. Um, and they're selling homes. They're selling luxury homes, and their drama is like your typical reality TV. It's like one drama for the mm-hmm. whole season, and you're like, "This is not real." Like we can't keep talking about the same one thing, but it's just so <laughs> nice. Like, I just find myself being like, "I need to buy a home. I need to have like a big house or something." Like, what am I doing? <laughs> But I love me some selling sunset. So <laughs> binge watch that in like two days. Really? Now nah, I'm gonna watch it. I'm mm-hmm. gonna add it to my December chill roster, if that's all yeah. I'm calling it. That's what I'm calling it. <laughs> um and then I also watched this Netflix like limited series. I don't know if you've heard of it called True Story. It's the one that's starring like Kevin Hart. Um mm-hmm. and Wesley Snipes. Yes, Kevin Hart and Wesley Snipes. Really interesting. I'm sure you all have been seeing it. I would recommend checking it out. Like, it's very unexpected um, in how, like, things turn out. So that was also quite interesting to watch. 
I watched a bit of it, but please, it was too much for me. I beg. I was like, you know what? My my blood pressure is climbing. I'm gonna just go. I literally left. <laughs> we were all watching it in in my living room. I literally left halfway. I think like episode four or something, and I went to go and watch it. Like I needed laughter and joy, and it was just too much for me, girl. Too much. I am dying. But shout out Kevin Hart. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, okay, then I'm reading this book called An Abundance of Scorpions by Hadiza Ismail Rufai. It's quite interesting. It's about a woman that really gets like multiple strikes, like tragic things keep happening to her and she has to like start all over and all over again. She's uh, a northern woman, woman in Nigeria that has moved from like different parts of Nigeria and Ghana and things like that. It's quite interesting. Don't want to give it all away, so I'm not saying much, but y'all can like Google it and check it out <laughs> um, if you're looking yeah. for something to read this holiday period. It's so hard to talk about books without like try like try not to give so much away. You're mm-hmm. like, it's good. And try not tell you the whole plot. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> And then the last thing is just like a quick, like, you know, for the fun of it, a quick plug, you know, I'm sure everybody has been jamming to Zumba, by the way, by Ricardo Banks, you know, really loving the song, really enjoying the small, like, I don't know if if he was being intentional about like, okay, maybe let me just throw in this like line for like a bit of like, I don't know, activism or something, but I kind of like now. It's a quote <laughs> in the song actually in talking about NSARS mm-hmm. and the killings on October mm-hmm. um twentieth, twenty twenty. So shout out mm-hmm. to the song. Everybody is jamming and once it comes on in the clubs, like you say, everybody goes crazy. Yeah. It's really good. In fact, I'm probably going to go listen to it when we finish recording. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, that was your last one, yeah. And as as usual, guys, or not well, not as usual, but we're going to start publishing these on social media on on Instagram. So you'll see, you'll be able to access all of our highlights. So if you don't remember something that we talked about, it'll be there for you to access so that you can watch, listen, read, whatever. All right. So mine, uh, my first one is the harder they fall on Netflix. Um, I really, really enjoyed this movie. Like, I did not think that i was going to just like seeing people talking about it on twitter i'm like okay lots of seems like a lot of shooting and stuff mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like <laughs> i'm really interested like i don't know this year this year i've just been wanting to watch like really light funny happy and especially in december i'm all about like watching romance and anything about love mm-hmm. but anyway this was really good i think honestly so well done um oh wait, i'm forgetting the director's name now but whatever it was so well done um the soundtrack is fantastic if you're into like westerns and yeah if you're into westerns and regina king and lakeith stanfield girl watch this movie it's really good it's on Netflix. and it is elba and it is elba everybody's husband it is elba yes he's also there <laughs> okay um my next one is um this is actually a song oh it's two songs um one is by Kanye West. Interesting. <laughs> it's called <laughs> I said it and I was like, hmm. <laughs> it's called, but it's such a good song. Um I just, you know, Kanye West aside, it's called Moon and it's just it's a great song. I've had it on repeats for the last two days and it's really it's really good. My last thing is a song as well. This one is a sad song. It's called Sight by At by um Sleeping at last, I think that's the the artist's name, and IDK just makes me want to cry. So if you're like me and you love listening to sad songs <laughs> for how they make you feel, 
Go listen to this song. It's really good. For all the criers out there, this was for you. <laughs> this this one's for you, man. I love I love sad songs. I don't know. I haven't listened to Adele's album yet, but I'm I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. Okay, well, if you all have listened this far, thank you so much for hanging with us. We appreciate every minute of your time that you're listening to the podcast. If you would like to keep up with us, um, we're on Instagram and Twitter at our fave pods. Follow us, send us a DM, leave a comment on your favorite episode, tell us what you thought. We are also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. You can subscribe to us on those platforms at our favorite things, and favorites is spelled with a U. Mofi, where can everybody find you? You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Badmos. That's And I'm also at Mofi's Book Collection on Instagram. <laughs> this being for go on Instagram. Um, <laughs> y'all can find me on Instagram and Twitter. I'm there at Tiesa, T-I-I-E-S-E. Um, you can also read my travel blog, samefootprints.com. Until next time, y'all, have a lovely December. Well, we'll talk to you again, but <laughs> stay safe. And don't forget to find something to be grateful for. Bye.